Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Recording. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, you're listening to Fail Like an Artist with your hosts, Julie Battisti and me, Phoebe Ganza, a podcast discussing all the ways we've failed as artists with insight, advice and humour. Each episode, we will discuss a failure and what we've learned from it. How do you do, Julie? <laughs> <laughs> I got an FS. <laughs> How do you do, Julie? Julie. Howdy, Julie. I miss you. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it feels like a lifetime ago already that I was at I your know. house. It's like and a I holiday. Mean, and you're but... in my room, and so I feel a bit jealous. <laughs> I am. I am in your room. In my room now. That's my room. There's my bed. <laughs> it used to be Nonna's room. Now it's Phoebe's room. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It feels like ages ago already, you know, back to reality back home mm. but we haven't really chatted much since I've been back no. it's been I, it's felt like rapid oh. detox or something I've gone from like 24 <laughs> 7 Phoebe to no Phoebe it's felt real rough I'm sorry I I have to be honest it wasn't entirely not your fault <laughs> I was so unwell after I left you when you gave me your cold because my head just felt like it was it was gonna explode because it just felt really like stuffed up and you know like I felt really not quite not very well like and it's only a cold but you just don't feel great do you and then just having to get home and obviously then being needed by the kids because I hadn't been there and and then you know husband wants to kind of tap out (laughs) you're just like thrown back into reality and the weekend was just busy because being to be with kids and sports and just generally being a mum so when Monday rolled round I just I was like I can't you I think you said are you up for a chat and I was like I just I can't talk to anyone I just need to be in silence and um as much as I would like to chat I just oh I just I just was so like depleted and it like I think it 
I forget how much I'm not used to, I, like I mean I loved every minute of our time together don't get me wrong like I absolutely did, loved it but I I absolutely I, I do get reminded of how much of an introvert I am in the sense that I get depleted from being around other people too like not too much but like just anytime I'm around other people I, I get depleted so and then after the week I'd like I just needed to recharge I felt like you know like literally just one percent <laughs> battery and I needed to recharge and just be silent and just but it's uh, yeah I don't know like I I totally I totally loved it it was amazing to see you and meet you and be like get to know you I guess better and and realize how similar we are in lots of ways and things. Mm. I think it is talking only ever on the phone and online. Oh, I think we've done incredibly well because I've always considered us to be very close, but there are times I think like when you're having the really deep conversations mm. when I think you can feel the distance a little bit. And so I feel like our connection is so much more, uh, solid now mm. or something now that we've sort of met and spent quality time together and you've seen you know all the messy bits of my life and the good bits and mm. I think seeing you just roll with everything I do feel like we've been able to get a lot closer since spending so much time together which was really lovely mm. yeah it really was and I feel like I, I know you on a, on a much deeper level <laughs> uh, yeah and and, and it's you know, you, you sort of think you know someone, but then when you actually spend physical time with them, you you do realise different things about them. Different, you know. I think you're, I think you're much more of a kind of chaos muffin. No, nah, I was going to say touchy feely type of person than I thought you'd be. Because uh. I'm not very good with like um, people staring into my eyes when I'm talking <laughs> like you do, <laughs> really intensely. Yeah, you just. You're probably more, um, I don't know, what's the word? Like, just physically affectionate than I thought you'd be. (laughs) That sounds really wrong. I reword that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you're touchy and stuff. And because I'm not like, that's not me. I'm like that with my kids, but I'm not like that with other people, really. And I think probably, I thought, I guess I thought you'd be more reserved. And I was kind of worried because I'm, I can be quite reserved. And the fact that you aren't like that and that you're very happy to like put your arm through someone's arm when, when someone's walking along out or touch oh, someone or yeah <laughs> you're, you're and I wasn't expecting that I don't know why but I just I think because you're quite sort of like I don't know you come across quite sort of organized and sensible or something Speak fast. <laughs> um, I thought that you'd be maybe a bit reserved and I think I guess I was nervous that I would feel awkward around you because I can be really I can be quite reserved and so the fact that you were very willing to kind of be very like all up in my grill (laughs) it was quite nice because it meant that I didn't the pressure of me to be like that was taken away I don't know what was was there anything that you felt that was different about me that in real life you were more easygoing than I thought you would be, like, and just willing to just go with the flow. I don't know why I thought – I should have assumed you would be like that, but sometimes I think you just never know, especially when someone's visiting. Mm. You're pretty much what I expected. Oh, that's good. 
I'm trying, I'm trying to think what my expectations were because now all I know is the reality. Yeah, yeah, it is hard. But I am pretty relaxed. I, 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 and then I was like, oh, is it like I don't, I felt really comfortable and felt really at home with you. And then I was a bit like, oh, if I just come to someone else's house for the first time, I probably wouldn't be like putting their slippers on and, <laughs> you know, walking about in my T-shirt that I slept in. <laughs> <laughs> in front of their husband um i had trousers on as well like track pants by the way just, just sounding context. like it was a really inappropriate visit now <laughs> there's no keys in a bowl uh, there's no keys in a bowl uh, um but it felt really know, relaxed awkward. like i felt like i was at a f- my family's house Oh, that's nice. You know, that's what it felt like, which was, it felt like, a you know, like it felt a home from home and it felt like I felt very at home in your house. Oh, I just felt like we really like clicked on so many levels of things that I, I don't know, I wasn't expecting, you know, you to be such a passionate foodie. Um, yeah, that was a really good find out. But... Yeah. Yeah, it was really good because like, actually I didn't, like, loving food is like quite a big part of me and who I am with my really close friends going out for nice food or like that's that is that's basically what I center most activities around <laughs> and um then when you were like oh you like food then <laughs> we both were like I don't know a lot of the podcasts that you've recommended to me have been about food so I don't know why yeah, I so probably that was different wasn't it you thought I just ate like flipping lettuce and <laughs> Well, I think, yeah, I was maybe made a few assumptions. (laughs) That first day when you only gave me a plate of lettuce. Um, I believe you said they were the best Brussels sprouts you've ever eaten. They were the best Brussels sprouts I've ever eaten. (laughs) I didn't make them. It's a hill I'll die on. (laughs) Um, and then also, like when we were working on the the, the like merchandise um, and the logo and stuff, like how we both just work so well together. Like there was no, like I'm gonna I'm in charge of this, and like I get a bit like <laughs> I can get a bit like if I'm doing something, my husband or you know, like I can get a bit like no, I know what I want, and you're not you can't see my vision, and it's really yeah. hard, and I don't like it when people aren't like on the same page, but it's not very often that you'll get someone that's just like but we just like it was like what do you think of this no mm, no yes that yes perfect bish bash bosh it felt so like I don't know like there was such a sort of uh, synchronicity between well we, we, the way we were working and our ideas and how um I'd do a bit you'd do a bit and we could flick between both of us working on it and then I didn't feel frustrated at all at any point and I, I found that really like quite like wow <laughs> Don't think I've ever like worked with someone and not felt frustrated. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've actually worked with another person like that, and it was I think our vision was very similar. Um, when I compare us doing this latest logo together, which took us not that much time really, mm. and us coming up with the first logo, which I think neither of us was in love with, but it fit the bill for what we needed to get the podcast off the ground. Yeah. Whereas that that took us days of like back and forth. Of, yeah, it's very really hard. And to I work think it was a yeah, not very together. beginning when we were both trying to not offend each other as well. Yeah. Like, do you like this? Oh, do you want to do this? Because we both know mm-hmm. how to work Illustrator and Photoshop, so it was like, whose whose lap should Who, yeah. this sit in? Yes, exactly. And none of us wouldn't be like, well, I want to take ownership of this. It felt really hard to kind of both be like, oh, it's just so hard going back and forth. Like, should we? What, what do you think? Bit more of an angle, <laughs> bit less of an angle. <laughs> like, that's quite a hard <laughs> thing to do remotely. <laughs> 
yeah, like we'd just say the same thing at the same time even, like, and it was just like, oh, yes, perfect, you know. So that was really good. Um, but anyway, okay, we probably don't, shouldn't talk about our visit. <laughs> get to that much of that. You'll have to cut out, Julie. Um, how, what's your week been like? Uh, I'm back to sick and tired. Um, <clears throat> sorry, my youngest has now been sick for a week, so since you left, pretty much, mm. which has been, uh, you know, it's always rough seeing your kids sick. Yeah, but he'll be okay. It's just another another cold and more teeth, and um, we'll get more, through it. Less I've sleep had for you. Mm, some pretty awful nights actually, and I had I had one night where I just ended up crying because I was oh. just like I, I can't. Yeah. I was just so overtired. Normally I'm okay with a few broken nights. Like we're quite lucky in my family. My husband gets up with the kids in the morning, which usually means I can sleep and if I have had a rough night. But it had just been like every hour, full night, and he was exhausted, I was exhausted. It it was a rough one. Yeah. And I think also in the back of my head it was just like, I just need a couple of days in the studio. Yeah. So that was – it was a bit rough. Uh I, my, I know my mum looked into getting flights so she could come over to see if she could give me a hand for a few days and that just sort of the the timing doesn't really work out. But in the end, I actually asked for help, which has been oh, interesting. Well I don't usually do that, but I've got a really close friend who was sort of like my uh, like maternal friend when mm. we lived up in the far north and she offered to come down for a week. So we're going to look at flights this week so she can come down and just give me a hand. For a week, which will mean that if the boys are sick or not, I have someone who is, you know, pretty much like a mum to me. Like she can just sort of step in and help with some some of the little things that just take out some of those daytime hours, whether it's cooking or just getting Mm -hmm. stuff organised. I know that she'll just step in and help and free up some time. So that's been a bit of a relief because I feel like I just haven't, you know, sick kids is to be expected. I get that. Mm. But it's it's felt really relentless and I've had way less time. I thought I'd factored in enough time for kids' illnesses, but like not by like a factor of four. Yeah, I think. yeah. it's been a rough, a rough winter, and now you're getting towards that pointy end of the exhibition time. So I've got to say, I do feel have felt quite relieved just knowing I've got a bit of a yeah. a break coming. How has how's your week been? I know you've been recovering from being ill but I've also seen you doing a bit of work which I've been excited to see yeah it's been a uh like it's the Monday was hard Monday was hard because I felt absolutely like I said I was felt absolutely depleted and unwell and then I had a bit of a moment where like I had a text on my phone you know those automated texts and it was like um don't forget your hospital appointment at 4 p.m um with my daughter and you know, like an automated text, and I was like, "Oh my god, I had forgotten." Good job they sent a text. And so I was like, "Right, right, right, cool." Um, and I didn't read the text because often, if I, you know, when it pings up, but it stays blue. Do you ever do you, do you know what I mean? So I didn't read yeah. it. I didn't click on it fully because I knew if I did, I might forget. And so if I had this unread text on my phone, I would every time I looked at my phone, I'd see the unread text. I'd remember about the four o'clock appointment. Anyway, long story short picked up my daughter from school, rushed her home, gave her a snack. She had a meltdown because she didn't want to go to the hospital. It was just, it's just a routine thing. It's just, it's nothing urgent. It's not a terrible thing or anything. Anyway, it's just this routine thing. Drove to the hospital, which isn't like miles away, but it's a 15 minute, you know, car journey and that with a kid that really didn't want to go. And then having to like organise the boys 
got to the hospital, couldn't remember which door to go for, got completely disorientated. <laughs> Very flustered. T- t- got to the children's ward five minutes late, feeling like really flustered and mm. flappy and like, ah. Uh, and I said to the woman, hi, sorry, I've got a bit late, sorry, <laughs> rushing, <laughs> got confused, um, got an appointment with, with my daughter, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, oh, I didn't think we had any more appointments today. Hang on a minute, what's her name? Let me just look this up and was like, you know, like this. And then um, she goes, no, that's next Monday. <laughs> and I was like, what? What do you mean it's next Monday? I had a text that said, don't forget your appointment at the hospital. And she goes, yeah, you're not the first that's done this. For some reason, the system sends them out a week early. If you scroll to the bottom of the text, it says the date. It's next Monday. I was like, are you actually joking? I'm just... Oh, I was so proud of you for like... I know, I was so proud of me for not forgetting. <laughs> that I was a whole week early. <laughs> you I either had... get either spectrum. I'm really late and I miss it all. And I just was <laughs> like, early. I could have cried because I felt so oh, unwell. And I just stood there looking at her like, I need you to tell me that this is a sick joke and like I can't... And then I was like, so we had Can to Can you just fit me in? Oh, God, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't her, it was some other guy. So we drove home and then, you know, like, my husband's like, how did that go? And I was, and, and I, w- I kind of was like, I just wish I'd just lied. But, you know, I was like, well, it was the wrong day. <laughs> so there was no point. And he's like, what? And he's like, well, didn't you write it on the calendar? We looked at the calendar and I had written on the calendar for next week. <laughs> so even That's written the right worst. day. I was like. I'm too ill to just do anything today and I feel like a failure and my daughter was like still having a meltdown because like, obviously now she's done this whole 40 minute round trip that she didn't even need to do. Anyway, that was that and I was like, oh, I'm failing at life. But my time timer arrived. Do you remember the time timer I talked yes. about? Yes. That arrived on the Monday. So we've tried that out um, and it has actually helped with the kids in the morning and a bedtime um yeah. yeah so that's been really good just having this visual time time and I'll, I'll link it again in the show notes for those people that haven't listened to the episode we did about time management but um it's just really good like because you can set it the red to however many minutes and so with school in the morning it can be really stressful me having to constantly like tell the kids like how much time they've got left and them not really understand the concept of that but they can see the physical amount of time and it going down and it's actually meant that like we've got my son out of the house on time without stress oh so your um, time time has been working out um, oh, i'm yeah. interested i'm gonna have to look on your they're quite on we yeah so I, I was wondering I'd say, it might be good for my son too it might be good for him he's quite into the time isn't he obsessed with and, seconds and, and minutes. yeah i think he might be really good because it, it, it only does an hour but um like if you put him in the bath and you're like okay you've got well how many how long is an episode of Paw Patrol? <laughs> like, okay, you've got two <laughs> six-minute episodes or like two, three-minute episodes, you've got six minutes. Then you can just put the timer on as well and say, so when that buzzer goes, um, that's going to be time for you to get out of the bath. And it's, I don't know why it works, but it just really kind of clicked in my kid's head of like, oh, look how fast the time's going down, you know? Like visually it's mm. going down. Um and for me, I'm not going to lie, helpful for me <laughs> too. Have you um, tried using it in I meant the to bring it into the studio. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. 
forgot every time. You need a reminder. Yeah, because I, I kept going to the studio and going, I feel like I've forgotten something. Now I've got my drink. By the time got you've got phone. down there and it's inside. And then I'm it's like, like, oh, I forgot the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, I'll get it the next time I go in. Get my lunch, get my drink, get my cup of tea, walk to the studio. I feel like I've forgotten something again. Oh, my time time. <laughs> I feel like you're going to end up buying like six time time. I need like, six be one time in your time son's time room, one in the kitchen, even, one in your studio. Yeah. My husband was car. like, my husband's like, we need one on every surface of the <laughs> He's like, I feel like you need to walk around with it, like just strapped to your front. <laughs> uh, I could just get you making a necklace holder, yeah, like with two bulldog think, clips. A bit like Mr. T from the A-Team, but just yeah, a giant So hot time. right now. <laughs> so hot. Um, Have you seen my giant clock? <laughs> careful. Um, <laughs> it's not that kind of podcast. Um, yeah, so that's that. And then... So also I had to I had to cancel my exhibition that that's was planned for next year, which I haven't talked about for a long we've, time. We've been talking about yeah. We've been talking about it sort of off off air a bit, but I didn't mm. want to really talk about it on air. Lots of different reasons, um, lots of different reasons, but um, yeah, it's just stress wise, and I have I'm going back to England for um, like a month in September to see my mum and it's just take there's just gonna be too much time taken out um to kind of do and obviously just with the way I've been this year with everything happening and then just just not really like well just hitting the burnout and stuff I like I just haven't produced or been able to produce the work that I wanted to get for for an exhibition and I needed to, like, I actually should have made the decision, like, a month ago, but, you know, because it was me, I procrastinated for an extra month. Uh, anyway, it's fine. It's done now, and they're fine with it, and, you know, it's, it's, it, and it actually feels like a massive weight has lifted, and I hadn't actually oh, realised how, oh, like, how that was actually another thing that was weighing me down a bit, mm. that I didn't need, and letting go of that, um... I read a really good quote the other day. Oh, it was by Stephen Bartlett. And it's he wrote a quote and I thought it was really good. It was, contrary to popular opinion, quitting is for winners. Knowing when to quit, change direction, leave a toxic situation, demand more from life, give up on something that wasn't working and move on is a very important skill that people who win at life all seem to have. So I've told myself by get letting go of that, I'm actually a winner. So there you go. <laughs> he, that just felt really poignant that I read that on the same day mm-hmm. that I'd... Um, was like serendipitous, you know, that I'd, I'd made the decision and sent the email, which was hard for me to write. And, you know, like, but when I wrote it from a mindset point of like, I'm doing this to serve me rather than, um, like, I can't think I'm letting people down. I've got to think if I carry on, I'm letting myself down because it's not going to be the, the right thing for me to do. Um, and that just sort of like a weight just lifted then. And then yesterday, I went into the studio and I just felt this desire to paint which I haven't had for like a month and it was just like so like so much of a relief to feel it and enjoy the painting process again and oh just like without being forced although I do 
I do think that like that phrase, the muse will find you working is true. And I do think like there is a point where you don't, you have to actually start creating, even if it's rubbish or if you're never going to show anyone like, like I can't just sit about and not do anything for extended periods of time. I have to mm. start, even if I don't feel like it sometimes. But yesterday I actually felt like it as well. Um, and and I really enjoyed it. And then today I finished a little small piece off and genuinely felt proud of it, which, um, yeah, it was lovely and just a relief, to be honest. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, I'm so stoked for you. Like, I'm Thank glad you. that you sort of turned the corner. I'm I, I'm sad that you've cancelled that exhibition, but it sounds like you did made all of the right decisions. And I think it's interesting, especially after talking about our after talking about it after recording the exhibitions mm. episode and also the galleries episode, making decisions when you don't have a lot of time and you want to make the right decisions, not just for your art, but for as sort of like stepping stones. Mm. We, you know, we've been just sort of discussing is that exhibition right for right now? Mm. And all of the things kept pointing to no, but I think your feeling of obligation because you'd committed to it I think kept pulling you in Mm. so I'm actually relieved to hear you give yourself a break this year um and I mean I think it's the same that I felt when I pushed out that exhibition another six months it was like I really want I really love to do it Mm. in March like if if anything I'm like the timing is so much nicer Mm. it's in the middle of summer and I was just like but I I can't no so it's it's hard like to admit sometimes that as much as in a perfect world in an ideal world you would be able to do that and you would enjoy doing it that all the external factors that are happening outside that you can't control mean that that trying to do it is not going to be beneficial for you or your family and it's just it's frustrating because you think but I I wish I I could just control everything and make it happen but um when you do just sort of like surrender and let go of that and just be like but the reality is different from the the imagination thing oh exactly and I do I always feel I felt really rough after delaying that and I think anything where I feel like I'm slowing down my Mm. momentum for other reasons makes me feel like I'm losing something yeah that's why I procrastinated I think yeah but I know it's the right decision because it means that whatever I do do that year I will enjoy more but I can't live in denial of the fact that I've got to probably slow down a little bit Mm. a little bit more than I was willing to admit yeah um but that's yeah it's part and parcel I think yeah I think now I'm like okay what can I do instead that is going to fulfill me and you know um keep me practicing my art without a kind of um not deadline but like a what's the word like a end goal type thing um because I do work well to deadlines I'd probably work better to deadlines so I might have to start start sort of implementing some self-imposed you know like a project whether, of some yeah whether it's loose or well so that's what I'm doing with these little mini ones that I've that's started I wondered, yeah. today or yes whenever it was yesterday um I've got a few boards and um 
I thought to myself, well, I think for me, what I'll, and I'm not going to put a timeline on it so much, but more like a an amount. <laughs> so rather than set the deadline of like two weeks, I've got, say, I've never got eight boards or something. So that way I've got, when I finish those, then that's a collection that I finished. And that for me feels like a safe enough parameter without too much pressure nice to give myself rather than like I've got to get them done by x dead day you know and you haven't done that for a while without any sort of pressure on you from like it being for a gallery or mm. for something so it'll be interesting to see how you go with that because yeah. I can see I can see that working really well for you yeah. I, I'm just imagining after watching you do like the 30-day project and your summer project and little yeah. smaller chunkier things yeah to, you tend to really enjoy them yeah and today like I, I'm trialing like working on a few things at once like the way you do which um, felt actually quite useful today because I and yesterday um, when I so I'm working on a couple of not they're not large by any standard of what you're you do but they're for me they're Looks bigger big. oh like 70 well like what's 30 inches 75 centimeters or something I don't yeah. know like yeah, not yeah, not enough. tiny, you know. Yeah. Um, for me, um, a couple of those, and then I so just working on that for a bit, and then going back to the smaller piece, and then you know doing a bit of alternating. Um, yeah, that felt good as well. So trying out new ways of working with a kind of gentler approach to my practice. Um, so this is it. This is Happy New Year. Yeah. Watch this space. It'll be interesting. Anyway, what, um, yeah, tell me about how your your practice is going. Like, since have you managed to get in the studio at all? I've seen you in there in the evening a little bit. Oh, I, so we have. I had a couple of evenings there where it just wasn't possible. I tried, and then it was sort of like after like the third interruption, I was like, this mm-hmm. just isn't going to work. Like sometimes you just got to call it. Yeah. But I have have also had like last night was a really good night. I had to go from like 6 until 11.30 with no interruptions. I was like, oh, nice. yeah. Yes, good. And I've been getting really stuck into the clouds, which is great. But I think because that time pressure is looming, I've sort of had to write a big note for myself on my whiteboard saying don't rush because that's the temptation. So I, forcing myself to slow down has been really important. And so I've been thinking about that a lot and just making sure I don't rush at this point. And I think like anything, whenever I get close to the end, I get that huge rush of insecurity of thinking mm. everything is awful. Mm. I messaged my friend Claire, who I call, I call every time I get really horrendously insecure. And I'm just mm. like, can you just pop over one day this week when hopefully both of us don't have sick kids? Mm. And just come and tell me that they're on track because she's seen a lot of my other work and so I feel like she's got a really good barometer of when something is on yeah, track. And I like, also really trust her opinion on the clouds, for example. She's come over in the past and she's like, oh, I think it's just this little area and that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. And I think, you know, when it's sort of mm. like, okay, the rest of it makes sense to someone else as well. I just need to focus yeah. on this little bit. So I sort of feel like I, I caught myself before I spiralled too far out That's of control. Good. And I think knowing that she'll pop around helps. Um, and I'm just trying to keep myself in check because the times that I have had in the studio lately, I have been in my element, like That's loving good. the painting side of it. 
And I just feel like the only rough bit is that I feel so pressured for time more than I ever have because mm. every time I think I've got time. You get something around the corner that you didn't expect looms. Yeah. But that such is such as life. But I'm getting there. I'm getting, I'm getting there. That's good. Yeah, because it's hard. Like, you kind of asked me my opinion about one of your pieces, but, like, to me, I'm like, well, it looks amazing. You know, like, I could put a price on it now and sell it. But I haven't seen up close your work before, so I haven't got that, like, reference that she's got Mm. to see finished work of what you would call, right, this is it, this is absolutely finished, I'm signing it, to the work that you would have, have in your house or when I was there, like... I I mean, you know, it's it's so much. It's so good to have someone who you know has seen the finished work in the flesh, so they've got that comparison, and they can be, and also who you trust and who's, you know, not related to you. You know, not not like your yeah. husband, <laughs> like someone that you can just be like, who can be impartial but also sensitive, and yeah. give you that. I found of, her so yeah. wonderful in that way. Like she will give me honest feedback. But she's also very gentle about it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like she would crush my soul if she thought it wasn't good. Yeah. But she would also say, I think this little bit here just does, does need a tiny bit of work. Yeah. So I find that That's, really helpful. I mean, it's really, it's just about trusting someone, isn't it? Like having mm. enough trust that you can be vulnerable and ask those questions and you can trust that she will give you the most gentle but like uh critically helpful feedback that you can get I literally felt myself physically relax after she said she would come over it was like yeah. okay yeah I've got it yeah <clears throat> sorry that's so good well that's so mm. good and that you've learned from the past that that's been helpful to you so I just I know myself well enough to know that this is the time like so I've sort of got a month left of painting that I can do mm. when I normally spin out in my head and think that everything is awful and I'm not going to submit anything and I'm just going to pull the pin. Like I go through all of those things in my head. It's just like everything is awful. Yeah. And it's shocking because it's also the time when the the painting, when I don't step back and sort of analyze whether it's good enough, Mm. um, the painting of process, I've probably never enjoyed more. Yeah. But the insecurities in my head just get louder and louder. Mm. So, yeah, that's... Well, hopefully the more you do this, the more you'll be able to control those naughty Mm. thoughts. I feel like this is probably the quickest I've been able to shut them down. Mm. So that feels like a real step forward for me. Yeah. Well, everything takes practice, doesn't it? Mm. So that's good. That's progress. Um, Yeah, we'll call it. (sighs) (sighs) Or or shall we call that a day for this little catch-up episode? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we'll move on to our topic in the next podcast um which is going to be about competitiveness um just in case anyone has sort of hasn't been following along on instagram mm. lately and the last few podcasts if you sort of just still catching up we need. are going to try a new format so we're calling this season three there's no real structure with podcasts so we're just making it up <laughs> as we go this is season three now <laughs> and in season three we are going to do try and do two podcasts a week so one's going to be a very informal just how's our week going, discussing mm-hmm. what's come up for us in the studio. And the second podcast, the second podcast in the week? Um, well, it'll be, so from, from next week onwards, the the first podcast that drops will be the topic podcast. And then on the 
Friday will be a catch up. This this week we've already we'd already dropped we've already dropped the episode. I don't even know what day. Yes. <laughs> well, what was it about? It was about what was it about? Galleries. Julie? Galleries. Galleries. Yeah. See, we've got our finger on the pulse. It's just the pulse of a of a dead possum on the road at the moment. No. Um, the we've done the galleries episode. Then we're dropping this one on Friday, which is the catch up session. But moving forward, we're going to be. Like, we're not going mad, and now Julie's going, I'm so busy, I've got no time. We've gone, tell you what we should do, two episodes a week. We're actually going to batch record them at once. And the reason we decided to split them is because um, this catch-up session tended to get longer and longer and longer, and then it's harder to keep the episodes under or within an hour. Um, So rather than try and shave off loads of content, we're like, well, we may as well turn it into two podcasts one where we talk about the subject and or the whatever we want to call it the fail or whatever and one where we just have the catch-up so it's still the same amount of record that we're doing just splitting it into two that makes sense yeah i think so <laughs> so we haven't gone mad and we aren't actually recording twice as much <laughs> it's just julie doesn't have to cut out so much of my waffle she just keep it all in now can <laughs> <laughs> just subject you guys to it all <laughs> Um, I think as we just get to know each other and as we get like um, a bit more relaxed about chatting and and people get to know us and I think people like these catch-ups and there'll be some people that prefer the topic ones only so at least this way it's like they don't have to fast forward through 20 minutes of chat if they don't like that (laughs) because the the second one will be kind of just diving straight into the topic. I do have an artist shout out that I thought I would include oh, this cool. week. We've sort right. of, they've dropped off a little bit because we've forgotten to be to ask for them. Mm-hmm. So it is it is nice to do them when we can. And if you can um, jump on Instagram or whatever link we pop in and give that person a bit of love because it is really hard putting your work out there. And mm-hmm. we're hoping that this platform means that we can showcase um, what's going on with you guys. So don't forget to pop on to the link. It's there's a link in our bio, and you can go and just submit the details of any sort of work release that you've got coming up or an exhibition. Um, So this week's, and we are a week late, I'm sorry. So this week's is emilybell.art and she's opening her Etsy shop. So I'll pop a link into the show show notes, which will go out next week. So she says, I've taken a lot of time off from art making to be settled and make a family, but have just returned to painting this year and just opened a shop with a few pieces available for sale, originals and DIY prints. So I'll pop a link to her Etsy shop in the show notes. Awesome. Um, so also just a little note to say we did miss a few. So apologies to those people that submitted a few in August. We were literally chasing our tails last yeah. month with just lots of family illness. And so. me visiting kind of just everything kind of went a little bit, um, you know, cat amongst the pigeons. So I'm so sorry if we missed you. Sorry if we've missed um, you. Do resubmit if there's a future thing. Um, but yeah, we're only human, believe it or not. Well, I am. Jury's out on Julie. <laughs> um, but thank you for listening along. Please share. What are we doing with podcasting? Um, you've got to make sure you're following wherever you listen to your podcast. You've got to make sure you're subscribed. Um, give us some five stars if you are. Oh, rate and like review. It. Rate and review. Yeah. Leave a review. Um, yeah, all of that chat. I think that'll do. All right, cool. <laughs> we'll wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Judy. Thanks for chatting. 
I hope Alfie gets better soon. I hope your little boy gets better soon. Thanks, mate. Chat soon. Chat soon. Take Bye. care. Keep failing. Sure. I'm really hot. Um, not a not a, not a, not a brag, not a ivory <laughs> tower brag, but yeah, you are. <laughs> um, uh, we've got the fire on, and I'm in the upstairs office. We're gonna end up recording in your bikini. It's sweaty. <laughs> I've got a single. Hang on a minute. Yeah, I've got a single on. I'm gonna have to take this off. Alright, you do that, I'll eat. Hang on a minute. I am hot, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> Chicka bow wow. <laughs> That'll get us some extra views. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot you're recording. <laughs> <sighs> Only fans. Um okay, cool. I'm just going to get my notes You roll up. up next week in your Tesla. I'll know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's going to be really obvious when I do OnlyFans. Um, and it goes, you know, my, my feet account goes well because... Oh, <laughs> unless you start being able to afford things. It's been a bit of a broken record. Which is different to a broken record. <laughs> See what you did. <laughs> See what I did there. Yeah. Um... If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.